Hello, and welcome to the Consider Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Eric King, and along with my co-host, Mino Pachan, we're here to talk about all things mental health. Let's get into it. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Consider Your Mind podcast, episode 22. Last week, 22, double deuce on it. Last week, we had a special <laughs> guest, uh, pretty much a licensed therapist that came on our show here, goes by the name of Courtney. Uh, we pretty much just Thanks. talked about depression, and that's basically her specialist, uh, specialty area. So if you want to go ahead and check that out, go ahead and feel free to go give that a listen. This mm-hmm. week, we got uh, one that I was kind of anxious to learn about uh, because it is, a, at least to me, one of the darker, more serious, scary uh, symptoms that people may deal with, and that's mm-hmm. uh, psychosis and schizophrenia. Yeah, man, heavily misunderstood. Yes, and we see it portrayed in horror movies. Just any movies that would bring you the heebies jeebies, you know, like you see the split personality, you see somebody physically change, like, yeah. Yeah, man, we could just say, we can use the C word, you know, the, the real big C word, that's curse word on this show. Right. Crazy. You know, anytime you see a crazy person, what are they really talking about? Somebody who's a schizo or, again, psychosis, psycho, you know, American psycho, yep. things like that. You know, what do we think when we think of the Joker? You know, laughing randomly, hearing all this stuff, yeah. like, you know, think of him as a psycho or a, a schizo. To me, I've know? always been curious about it. Like, my own anxiety would trigger thinking, making me think that maybe I'm schizophrenic or even thinking I'm going through a psychosis, you know, like, just whatever. And that's mm-hmm. just my anxiety playing a trick on me or everyone that has anxiety knows what I'm talking about, where your thought process just goes and you think about the worst possible scenario ever, and you think that's going to happen to you. So you're caught up in that cycle all the time. And psychosis, uh, just give you a little quick overview. Again, I'm not a licensed specialist or anything like that. This is information I find just by Googling, just you know, doing research myself. Yeah, this is informational, not therapeutic. This is not therapy. This is informational. So according to information I found out on Google, Psychosis is a mental disorder characterized uh, by a disconnection from reality. Uh, it may occur as a result of a psychotic illness or, you know, as also known as schizophrenia. Uh, may be caused by a health condition as well, whether it's through medication or just drug use. Um, some of the symptoms that people may experience or may have, uh, you know, to deal with delusions, hallucinations, um, talking incoherently, uh, agitation, a lot of things are going to fall into the similar situations and symptoms that you see across mental health in general as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times with the treatments, at least from what I found, is going to be a combination of antipsychotics and medication with talk therapy as well. Uh, usually, obviously, these are obviously diagnosed by a specialist. Um, and that's pretty much just a quick overview, overview of uh, psychosis, at least what I found. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody out there that's listening is dealing with psychosis, and have their own experience would like to share. I would like to know, you know, just what do you do to cope with it and how do you look for signs of somebody that, you know, care about, how do you go about uh, having a conversation, I guess you could say. But during just just looking up on what psychosis is, came across an article, uh, um, I believe it was Apple News or something like that. Shout out to Apple News. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the story is based on uh, a young lady named Kylie Kylie Letty. Uh, talks about her sister who uh, unfortunately took her life due to the end result of 
be diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia. Mm. See, and that's why we're doing this show too, man. Just pause right there for a second because you mentioned even too the fear of being diagnosed. This is something like, you know, it's an actual like a phobia of ours. It's become such a stigma, such a terror stereotype. Like we think like it's this death sentence. So that way, your brain even uses it to, as a, like a weapon against you. Oh, well, if you're a, you know schizo, if you're diagnosed and you know you're a schizo or you're diagnosed as a psycho and get committed or whatever, you're a crazy person. Then your life is over. You know, like it's such a deep thing. It's like the the thing that you want to get help for is the thing that the very thing that you really are afraid of. Right. At the same time, man. So it's just it's wild to think about. Yeah, man. And it's, and from her perspective, she pretty much I wrote a book pretty much about her experience and how it was it what it was like for her family to go through that and to see somebody you love really actually change like to a new person. And a lot of things that led up to her situation and so much her sister had a traumatic head injury that seems to be the stem mm. of everything. Um, okay. Yeah. She got it checked out and everything. And I'm summing up her story. Obviously, there's more details to it. But the whole gist of it, it started from that. And the first time she went home after her incident, she, in her words, said that that's the first time her mom feared for her life. Mm. Seeing... Like someone that would one minute laugh and joke with you, and money turn into somebody else. So these court, you know, like anger or arguments turn into physical, you know, physical violence, altercation. Yeah, yeah. And it just kept growing where she would just flip and just become a new person, pretty much. And she had other medical issues that kind of could have played a part with it. Uh, they said that later on, her sister uh, Kate is the one that's going through the psychotic breaks. And uh, I guess she was diagnosed with a hormonal disorder. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but that's abbreviations were PCOS. PCOS, okay. And um, pretty much, I guess she had that diagnosis that they felt they could have played. It could be a hormonal imbalance or anything, something like that, that played a role in that, uh, her being schizophrenia as well. And mm -hmm. kind of envir environmental factors, man. Outside things come in. Yeah, and it's everything that you know. Would at least from my experience of what I've seen, people talk about with schizophrenia is them not really being in touch with reality. They're not aware of their behaviors. So, and they're just kind of in their own world. And no matter what you try to say to them or something, it just is, it's not clicking. And it's unfortunate mm -hmm. because it's you really want to help these people and. You know, it's, it's at times you're gonna feel helpless, especially with somebody like your sister. In her case, everything building up, the injuries, the medical issues, the personality changes mm -hmm. to somebody that she it's didn't like know. Like a perfect storm. Yeah, and at the end result, it came, became too much, and her sister ended up taking her own life. And it's mm. you know, it's unfortunate, but it's 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 a crazy thing for someone to go through, and I can't even imagine just dealing with that on day to day you know and I don't know that's to me I couldn't really find no, that's... like there's a lot of stories out there with people with schizophrenia and a lot of it for me I couldn't look at much because it would trigger my anxiety and even though I want to learn about it it's just so much I, I had to just find something quick to talk about and no I get that man thank you thank you for doing what you can man because that's the thing people don't understand too. We're learning as we do this as well. 
And so some of the things we learned, man, it's not pretty. Some of the, some of the things hit hit really, really close to home. You know, so that's kind of the whole point of, uh, again, these last, you know, episodes, kind of the, the first set of episodes. Again, we're on episode 22 right now. So shout out to all of our supporters for getting us this far. We really do appreciate it. But we've kind of gone on a theme of, you know, talking about things that we know that other people are dealing with and larger mental health and, you know, mental illness issues um, just so that we can, you know, make it more relatable and reach out to people and let them know that, hey, there are other people going, you know, through this as well. And because one of the tricks of this and what really is the, the tragedy, you know, with m mental health is the isolating factor of it. You know, you think it's just you, you feel so alone. So um, episodes like this are very special to us. And I hope they are to you um, because we just want to encourage people out there. Hey, you're not alone. And one of the things I you know, found out about schizophrenia, similar to bipolar, um, yeah, we did an episode, I believe our episode 20 was on um, bipolar disorder, um, kind of what mania is to bipolar, uh, psychosis is to schizophrenia. So, you know, in order to be diagnosed with schizophrenia, you have to, you know, have gone through a, a psychotic episode, you know, of some sort. So, um, and it, there's so much to learn about it. And one of the things that I learned about it, you know, was that it's a lot more common than we think. You know, it's a whole lot more common. So it's there's so many myths around it. Um, there's so many things when I was looking at this episode, it reminded me of other episodes when we did our first interview with a, a licensed therapist, um, hypnotherapist Rupert Missick, on um, one of our earlier episodes. It was talk, talked about debunking the myths of hypnosis. You know, can somebody, you know, like with all those Get Out movies with the, you know, teacup and all that stuff, you know, because of the way it's presented to us, we could be scared even of a, a type of treatment. And so similar to this, you know, we're literally scared and we have myths about, you know, what it means to um, be diagnosed with schizophrenia or be, you know, in a state of psychosis. So um, it's, it affects one in every hundred people. So it's a lot more common than you think. One percent, one out of every hundred, you know, and that's like 23 million people worldwide are diagnosed with it. But one thing that I found, which is, you know, I'm glad we're doing this episode is that you know, it has a very high non-compliance rate. So there's about 50% of people out there that aren't getting the treatment that they need. You know, the people that have psycho, you know, um, have schizophrenia, but, you know, half of the people out there literally aren't seeking treatment, so they are, are not following up with it because it's scary to face it. In order to do treatment for this thing, you have to admit that you have, you know, schizophrenia. And just that, like, as you read with the article um, just a minute ago, that can drive people over the edge. So, you know, it's a serious thing, um, but people out there, you're not alone with it. But one of the things that we have to think of it like, it's a, a you know, mental illness. It's not one of those things where, you know, it just kind of goes away, you know, if you just let it, leave it alone. Hey, just let them go through what they're going. We don't talk about Bruno, you know, shout out to all the Encanto fans out there. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not gonna help, you know, because those psychiatrists, those psychotic episodes, um, you know, can sometimes last, you know, for the rest of a certain uh, person's life. So um, one of the things about schizophrenia, too, is um, basically the, the basic definition is it's a serious mental disorder in which people interrupt um, reality abnormally. So their actual reality is interrupted by this. It's a, debil it's a debilitating thing. So there's a spectrum of it, like with everything. Um, you know, there's highly higher functioning people that have schizophrenia um, than others, um, just like with anything else. And there are positive and negative symptoms and syndromes of it. But in order to get the 
basic just rundown of how you would be diagnosed with this is if you have to meet four basic criteria, similar to the episode I did with bipolar, how there's a, you know, certain things you have to hit, um, you know, a certain amount of symptoms out of a certain amount for a certain amount of time. So the four criteria for you to be diagnosed with schizophrenia is again, hallucination. So you experience hallucination, whether it be um, auditory or visually, those are the most common. Um, but also tactile, you know, you can feel something crawling on you, things like that. Um, but most of the time it's, you know, audiovisual um, hallucinations, things that aren't there. Your brain is perceiving and making you, you know, perceive a reality that it isn't in fact, you know, there. And so um, delusions as well. Uh, so beliefs that just aren't real or aren't plausible to be real, you know, because we can all be kind of delusional, you know, if you're, you know, we've come from the sports world. I'm the greatest goalie ever, you know, I'm the best, you know. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, in order to hype yourself up, you know, about to lift this, I'm the strongest, uh, I'm the baddest. You know, we do that from time to time. But I'm talking about if somebody is delusional, you know, to a sense, a belief that's literally not plausible. It's me coming up to you, Mino. Hey, man, take that ship out of my head. I know you work for the CIA, man. I already know the jig is up, bro. I don't appreciate it, but stop controlling my thoughts. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's wild. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just something that's not plausible. I'm like, yo, I don't believe you work for the CIA. I don't believe I was abducted, probed, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what I want to know from specialists is if that were to happen to somebody, should that person play along or be like, you crazy? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I really want to know because it's like, you know, because it, it could trigger something else, you know, and you might end up find yourself in a messed up situation. Hey, man. Or you have to make life or death situations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because if someone is tweaking out, like, hey, my original, yo, my original idea was just for you to get an expert on. So, hey, we're not done, you know, interviewing people. Hopefully we can get a, um, similar to how we did with, um, shout out to Courtney Dollins in our last episode on depression. Hopefully we can get a specialist to, you know, go deeper into it because those are questions to ask. Our whole thing is always people, we're not the specialists. This is educational, not therapy. We tell you to direct the people to the mental health. <laughs> we're telling you to direct them to so they can answer deeper questions like that because, um, we're just talking about certain topics to hope to create a conversation around it, and the conversation will always continue. So when you have a story, so if you have a story or an experience you want to share, please contact us. Let us know. We'll, we'll get maybe get you on the podcast, have a conversation with you, you know, and see, you know, what you have done uh, to cope with whatever it is you're dealing with, and you know, has it worked for others? And I'm sure that people want to hear from you. So let us know. For real, for real. So, um, again, grandiose thinking, too. You know, I'm the, you know, queen of England. And, uh, you know, things that just aren't plausible. This homeless lady comes up to you and tells you that, like, no, ma'am, just just not feasible. But it's debilitating because they literally can't break themselves out of it. It's not a funny, you know, games type of thing, actually. Um, and then also disorganized thinking. So, again, sometimes the stereotype is, like, that movie Split which was a pretty decent movie, actually, where you have all these, you know, different personalities, you know, split personality disorder. When that movie they think come that's out? what be. Um, it came out quite a few years ago. It was with the guy that plays, like, the young Professor X. The Is that on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, split. So, like, the M. Night Shyamalan guy. Mm. Um, they did a recent one where it comp combined, like, the first movie was Unbreakable, then it was Split, and then they had the last one that happened was Glass. And it had Samuel L. Jackson in it, too. Okay. But... It was a really good movie split, but he had literally different personality. Like, they trigger this light, and somebody else would come out of him. He had like 12 people. So, again, that's how we really are. That's what we're shown as being like a schizophrenic. 
you know, split personalities. But no, the fact is they're not, you know, becoming different people. If you have schizophrenia, um, it's literally you're, you can be hear conversations that don't even have anything to do with you. This is, again, it's hurtful to people. You know, you can really, your brain can make you perceive people in the room that necessarily aren't there. And if you're trying to study for a test, if you're in any, any type of, you can't live life like that. If you truly think people are in the room, you know, that you can't like interact with and stuff. It's, um, so it is to be taken seriously. So again, hallucinations, um, delusion, um, delusions, uh, disorganized thinking so that they're, they're going from one thing to the next. So, like, again, it's not different personalities, but you can have a conversation with somebody, but their words, they can even make up words or use a word inappropriately to get this conversation going and keep on at it. And but it's so disconnected from actual reality, you know, that one word doesn't have anything to do with the next or one conversation. So you can have, you know, that person literally can look like the C word crazy, <laughs> you know, when you're talking like to when them. someone's speaking, they're like having a stroke. How they may stumble across the words or say something that doesn't make sense. Yep, yep. Things aren't, you know, going from one thing to the next linear. They like to have a conversation, but again, oftentimes they lose friends and things like that because they can't, you know, they can't literally talk, you know, correctly. And then also the um, the negative um, symptoms, they call them. So this is, you know, those positive symptoms are, again, you know, actively things that you're seeing, doing, you know, um, manic behaviors, psychotic behaviors, episodes like that. That's, you know, kind of active. But the one, the negative ones are those ones where people look removed. Those are when, like, people, like, they say go catatonic or, like, you know, people just stare off in the distance or, or don't make eye contact. They literally shut down, you know. That's, that's a... Um, that's a a psychotic episode as well and so in order to be diagnosed with schizophrenia you have to have two of those four you know for you have to have two of those four and you have to have it um for at least 30 days you know and it can't be due to other illnesses again i went over this in the bipolar episode episode 20 um it can't be due to other you know substance abuses things like that substances that can trigger the um, psychotic episodes, you know, medication, other medical illnesses, or other diagnosis. You know, maybe if you're going through deep depression, yeah, if you're going through a deep depression, well, hey, that can trigger an episode of psychosis. That doesn't necessarily mean you're schizophrenic. So, again, this is why it's very important. Again, we always def defer you to the medical profession. And if we're wrong, to, please yeah. correct us. We'd like to know, yeah, yeah, too. We we're, you know, we're trying saying, to learn. Hey, this is all Google. We're trying to we learn put our links in the description you, box. So. Again, we put our links in the description box. Um, and then again, and then, so again, a final diagnosis, people would monitor you after that. And then the real, um, if there's no remission after six months, that's when, again, it kind of elevates. So again, not just necessarily cognitive behavioral therapy, but, you know, having to see a psychiatrist and, you know, medications and there are lots of medications. So that's the hope part of this. Hey, before we get any further, there are lots of medications and medical advances to help people, um, deal with this. And so you can live a normal and productive life, you know, and still have a good life. Now, again, there's no cure. Again, that's the thing. It's a chronic illness, and it, and it has a genetic component that's a lot stronger, which I'll talk about in a little bit, um, hereditary component um, than a lot of other um, conditions. But there is still hope. There's, you know, it's not a death sentence, you know. And that's what we want to do here today, give people hope. Hey, it's not a death sentence. There are people that overcome this. The research and things that we're looking at actually were produced and sometimes, you know, written by people that are, you know, overcoming you know this condition uh, one the way i like one guy put it um you know schizophrenia is what i have it's not who i am so 
And I really like to, I, li- I like that theme. I was like, yeah, you know, you're dealing with it. We're all going through something and dealing with something. And it's just it's one of those things um, that people deal with. And that a lot of people deal with. Again, one in a hundred people. Think about that. That's 1%. That's a lot of people out here. So definitely not just you all. And um, one of the things that that's was interesting too like there's a lot of factors what causes it like again if that if it was that easy everybody would avoid it but there's you know environmental and genetic factors that you know trigger you know these things because it affects about one percent of the population again one out of a hundred but um it really is a genetic you know there's genetic predispos- predispositions to this unfortunately um so let's say if you have a twin if you, if you have an identical twin mino if you if he had um, di- if he's diagnosed with um, schizophrenia, you have a fifty percent chance of getting being also schizophrenic. You know, so like that's again it goes from one percent in the general population to all of a sudden, you know, fifty percent if you have an identical twin. You know, genetically, something in you all has the same thing predisposed to it. Um, if you have a sibling that has it, so just a regular sibling, not a twin, identical twin, or a parent. Then it's a 10% chance. If you both of your parents have, you know, uh, diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia, then you have a 40% chance. So there's a strong, again, genetic, um, you know, you know, link with that, um, and some other research too, which was, you know, interesting. And please do your own research on this, people. But one factor that had to do with it too was um, seasonal effect. There are people born in the months like winter and spring have a higher rate of you know being diagnosed with schizophrenia and they say maybe it has to do with something that's released in the environment during those you know months you know like it's like again something to research again is burgeoning to kind of you know narrow this stuff down but um also again um something called ace ace adverse childhood experiences you know can uh, trigger that uh low birth weight or malnutrition can trigger high rates of that so any type of prenatal um compromise or stress you know, the developing brain of a child is very sensitive and it can really, you know, trigger off episodes of psychosis that can, you know, um, you know, evolve into, the, you know, schizophrenia. One of the episodes that you talked about, Mino, um, our early episode was, you know, when you tried marijuana for the first time when you were, you know, real young and it, you know, set off something to you. There's a lot of research when I was doing this to kind of support that, that, you know, when you try certain substances, you know, mind-altering substances, while your brain is still developing, um, you know, it can trigger those things, you know, because, again, it's a combination of it being the genes and not being as uncommon as you think, and then an environmental factor that goes ahead and, you know, tips that over the edge. So, you know, stuff, substances like cannabis, um, other hallucinogens, obviously we think of, you know, what LSD, you know, acid, shrooms, peyote, um, you know, MDMA, molly, you know, all that stuff, um, as well as other stimulants as well. All these things, you know, we're playing fast and loose and, you know, having fun partying out here. Um, but it could, there's people that have pre <laughs> genetic predispositions so that, hey, they don't just come back from the party. They don't come down from the high the same. So it was, um, it's, it was, it was, um, something I'm glad, you know, I'm, we're covering, glad I got to delve into and really confront myself about how I look at, you know, people, you know, who are diagnosed with that or people I see with that. Um, there was one guy in the interview I was watching when he had to confront himself, like, Hmm, how do, 
our reactions to people. So, so a woman comes up to me, a homeless woman in the street, like comes up to me and says, um, I think I'm going to, you know, I think I, I need help or I'm going to kill myself. You know, the nature, what we're taught to do is, oh, you know, stay with that person, call 911, you know, stay with them until 911 comes and gets some help. But if that, you know, same lady came up to you and said, I, are you the king of England? I am your queen. We should take over. Da, 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 da. Like, that's that same person probably having the same diagnosis, gets, going through a schizophrenic or, psych, you know, a psychotic episode that needs the same help as that other person. But we're taught to avoid that person, you know. They're going to start asking us for money sooner, begging us. Like, we're, we're taught to really shun people um, and that really that could just use some help. There's help out there for them, <laughs> you know, just like there is for anybody else. But it was um, definitely an interesting topic, you know, got my, uh, got my noodle buzzing, and it kind of made me confront some things in myself, like, wow, you know, when I talk about, you know, something being crazy or people being crazy and the way I've looked at crazy people with quotes, who am I really talking about? You know, schizophrenic, you know, schizos, as we call them, or people going through psychotic episodes, psychos. And so if the way that I'm thinking, I know there's a lot of other people that are thinking like that. And that's really, you know what, that's, that's really done a lot to isolate people, you know, to not get the help they need or seek it out in the first place. Or if, God forbid, they get that diagnosis, now that could, you know, tip them over the edge to do something else. It reminds me a little bit, um, I was watching a little documentary on Magic Johnson. Everybody knows who that is, you know. And what he's known for, obviously, like people call him the greatest point guard of all time, you know top basketball player, all that stuff, but we know him, he has AIDS, you know, you know, if you're from my generation, it was after he really stopped playing basketball, and what he, what it kind of goes back to his story is he became an ambassador and a pioneer for people to go get help, because it went from being a death sentence, he took it from being, no, you know, I have this, but it doesn't have me type of thing, and so I think, I'm so glad in the mental health space, there are people out there, um, who are putting, um, putting forth similar efforts to say, you know, just because you're going through this right now or just because, hey, this is something that you were, you know, born this way that you have to battle, you can still have a, uh, you know, a good life. And there's always help, man. There's people out there trying to help you, man. We bring them on the show even. Shout out again to Courtney for coming on the show. Shout out to Rupert for coming on the show. Um, yeah, man, shout out to your boy James Jerry for coming on. Um, there's people out here that, you know, willing, ready, willing, able to hear you out, hear your story, and not just dismiss you, you know, as crazy. Um, and shout out to all the universities, you know, all the stories I heard, as you probably did in your research, too. A lot of the times that people get help and get diagnosed and start reaching out around college. And there are on, a lot of on-campus resources to help people start, you know, getting that help early. And, and again, an interesting thing, too, about schizophrenia, it affects men and women at different times a little bit. So for men, it can start, you know, it's onset around, um, you know, the, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, like so later, you know, um, teens in the early 20s, as opposed to women. That's when it kind of starts for them, you know, early 20s going into their early 30s, you know. So they say women mature faster than men, but I guess they... This, this, not in this case. We get to it a little bit quicker. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's like schizophrenia and uh, psychosis is very, can be very scary things to deal with. If you deal with that, you know, please let us know, you know, what, how long you've been dealing and fighting, you know, those symptoms. And, you know, we just want to hear from you guys. 
maybe could help other people that's actually going through it from day to day as well. And me, and me as a friend, maybe I have a friend that's going through it. I don't know how to be the friend when they're having their episodes. I don't know how it works. I would like to know. So if you guys do deal with that schizophrenia or psychosis in your lives, whether it's people you know or love, speak up. Let us know. We want to hear mm-hmm. from you. Yep, for real. Because that that's going to bust down a lot of myths about people. Because one of the, again, common misconception completely inverted they think that you know people who are diagnosed with schizophrenia or um are going through psychosis that they're dangerous that these are dangerous people this is you know again the villain this is the joker this is you know um but no this is actually no most most of the times those people are they've experienced traumatic events they're more likely to be have been the victim you know of violence than the victim of trauma that's what got them in there. So it's again, it's the complete opposite, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what we got to now to cover for psychosis and uh, schizophrenia. Um, yeah, man, I we do want to get into the next part of the show here, just get something off my chest, and you know, the past two weeks have been it's been a lot. Strange. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of a uh, unnecessary things you know um we're obviously we're talking about the elementary school shooting down in texas Mm -hmm. prayers and everything goes out to the families that were involved absolutely this one kind of did it for me man because it's it's kids it's 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 not an innocent standby it's not a uh wrong you know wrong place wrong time no they're at school School where it's supposed to be the safest place where, you know, that's where kids go to learn and become human beings. You know what I mean? And for somebody to just walk up in there and just shoot at random, it's, it doesn't sit well with me. And me being a gun owner and, you know, I got my concealed carry, everything like that, it's just... We legal out here. And it's, you know, it's, I would give that up I would give up my right to carry a gun or own a gun if overnight, not overnight, but if somehow we could stop these reckless killings, dude. Like, and then, what, a week before that, and we got Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know, Went to a supermarket. Just people doing their daily routines, stopping at the grocery store to get some food. And you get gunned down. And then you got churchgoers in the Asian community getting gunned down and in the elementary school it's it's, it's you know what, what what does it take I don't have the answers I, I'd, I'd really like to know because it's the stats that they put out there it's ridiculous it's embarrassing it is embarrassing it's embarrassing embarrasses Americans bro period it's everyone so caught up in wanting to be tough and it's, man, it's, that's not tough. That's weakness. Anybody can pull a trigger. It's cowardly. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> why do I have a gun? Because there's people out there I don't really trust. With everything that's going on, you have to protect yourself. And sometimes the police are busy. Okay. Well. We saw we saw that in uh, Minneapolis with the George Floyd riots. Yeah, we police were occupied. They had some things to do. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, a, it's uh, 
other other countries don't have these issues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not to say nothing bad ever happens again. Things happen. Right, but this is I mean, something that's preventable. Way years ago, this is something yeah, this something is... can be done. Like mm-hmm. we can do something about it, but we don't. And it, it's I'm mad and upset about it because I know it's just a part of me just knows that it's, 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 no one cares enough to even do anything about it. Yeah. Like the Is people that fake in charge. Outrage? Yeah, the people in charge that can make the decisions to do so won't do it. So it makes me just be like, what's the point of me to get overworked up? If they don't care, why should I, right? Or mm. I should continue talking. It's been talked about. The, yeah, the people's job, house. who they, they, the people's job, it is quote unquote, to care about this stuff. Don't don't do anything. Then it's like it does dishearten you. Like yeah, it's it's my stuff because it's like we love our guns that much. You know, if there was no guns, there could still be some type of massacre. Yes, I get that. You know what I mean? But this is not going to stop everything. But this is like the number one thing. What they say, over 27 mass shootings is only half a year. Sick, man. It's embarrassing. It's just sick. Just So you, those numbers, like you tell me, they can be one almost every week. You know, like, I don't know. It, it just bugs me so much. Because it's like, I don't have kids, but I can only imagine... You know, a lot of things happen through kids. A lot of the, you know, mm-hmm. kids hold that magic of life. You, when you speak to a kid, you see their eyes light up when you tell them, oh, how do I, how does that happen? You tell them things that we already know, like, oh, the light turns on because of the switch and this and their light, eyes light up. And like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, what else? Like, everything's new to them. And it's that, you know, it's that experience for the kids be like that's what drives them to create things that we use down today somebody was brave enough to say what if there's a rectangle thing that can hold everywhere and i could make phone calls from it you know it starts from a kid's thought like oh that'd be cool to do this and that imagination yeah their imagination all that potential yeah i don't know like to see like the steve kerr Coach for the Golden Warriors. Golden State Warriors. Golden State, State Warriors. Kirk, former Chicago Bull. What he said was right. Was right. I felt every single word he said. I felt I agree with everything he said. Like, it was straight to the point. <laughs> you know, when we're going to do something. You know? Mm-hmm. The bills that have been passed has been sitting in the House for two years and not being voted on. They won't even move it to a vote. Why? You know? And yeah, people say armed teachers, but then it's like, it's a school. I don't want Man. a child to go to a place where it's a gun that you know that's there. You talk about just missing the point. People just right. completely like, not... missing the point. Uh, yeah, more now you know a teacher's armed, has a gun. What if a student walks in there, gets in a little scuffle, don't like, but they know that teacher has a gun. And I'm putting a teacher in a situation. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you take the gun out of the air, just... Yeah. And then it's just old school fighting, fist, fist, mm. cool. Fist to cuffs, as they say. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. but it's like, man. And it's not even if they do something. Like, now this is why I have no hope. Because, like, you got the black market, people on the streets. It's going to be easy. Yeah, man, there's the it. amount of guns that are out there. Regardless. There's so much money invested in getting. That's why there's so much money invested in guns and the sale of guns. Like, 
It's an economy, for real. I'm down here in St. Louis, Missouri, bro. Like, there's gun shows every month. Like, it's advertised gun show like every month. I mean, it's like don't get it's me wrong. Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition for real. Like, like don't just, get me wrong. I, I like shooting guns. It's yeah, yeah. It's oh, just yeah, fun. I do too. You know? Hey, don't get me wrong. Hey, we're not it's pacifists cool. over here. Don't get it twisted now. Don't, don't run up. But it means that if, if the if you know if they say guns are banned, you're not allowed to. Hold. Okay, cool. Man, I swear with you. Yeah. I'm not gonna die without simple. it. Now yeah. that I know if I get an altercation somewhere, I could I have a chance, an equal chance mm. of fighting. Mm. You know, like I don't need to worry about someone pulling a gun, but then you go, yeah, they can still bring a knife. Mm. But I know they don't got a gun. I have a fair chance yeah. to fight. You know, I, like, I, I said it like this to somebody, like you know, a long time ago that I was working. You know, pretty good gun enthusiast, good old boy. And I said, you know, I kind of view it like you know, like my license, like my driver's license. Like I have a Class D license, a regular driver license. I can drive. You know, a regular car. I can drive an SUV, but after a certain tonnage, like I can't just cause I can't just hop in a, a semi truck and drive it. I don't have. I gotta get a license. I get like a special training and stuff for that. I'm not saying, hey, you could, could want what you want, get any gun you want, but shouldn't there be different classes of guns and like different trainings you should have to have in order to get a certain one and use it? Like I'm just saying, like a military guy coming out the military, extra training and all type of firearms. Like, he's a higher level of, like, gun owner than I think I would be. You know, just like the same way if he came out, like, driving trucks and semis and all these dump trucks and all this stuff, different, you know, forklifts, has all this driving training. Well, then, hey, I, th I think it's just the same way, you know. Yeah, but uh, regardless of that's all just, that. That's just how it is, for, like, for me. But, again, that creates barriers to entry, less sales, less, you know, there's no incentive, you know, to do that. Like, but I go back that, to what bro. my dad would, I go back to what my dad would, like, tell me, though. Um, if you want, a, you want a better world, you need better people. Uh, at the end of the day, if you want a better world, you need better people. You know, you can try to mask it any way we want. Yo, the guns ain't the problem. Like, you know, people kill people at the end of the day. And we're talking about actual human beings, actual people. Um... Again, um, in this case, you know, one of the cases, especially a very young man, but, you know, a man nonetheless, you know, somebody that's a responsible, free, moral agent. And we've done a whole episode about, you know, breaking down stereotypes about just dismissing people as crazy, you know, um, playing around with mental illness and real type of things. Um, and I don't ever want that to be used as an excuse or sometimes to obfuscate the conversation, you know, as a, as a way to uh, put a red herring out there in order to, to really you know, not talk about what we need to talk about. They'll bring up mental health in, in times like this. Now, all of a sudden, yeah. it becomes, you know, so important. Now, it becomes, well, what what was the mental health like? Was he died and he died? No, no. See, now, now all of a sudden, a you want to talk about that. I don't appreciate that after, see, you know, look, bodies I, have already been buried. I know? have my concealed carry. I deal with mental health. Yeah, like. You know, it's like, it, I, it doesn't matter what they do. As long as there's guns around, someone's going to find a way how to get it and sell it and yeah, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And on top of that, it's not going to do anything because as long as there's guns, it's just easy. Someone's just going to get shot. That's, that's, Whether there's demand, someone will you know, supply. Absolutely. And it's like, so we're not trying to be delusional on this show, not one of the symptoms of schizophrenia. Right. We're not delusional. Just, we live in this world. Think, so. think of how much money is spent on things that destroy people. Mm-hmm. Them guns are not general. cheap. You been to a gun store, people? Them we have ain't cheap. nuclear bombs for what? This is the only planet we have right now. As of right now, there's no other planet that has life forms that we know of. And we want to have something that blows the thing that we live in <laughs> 10,000 times over. For I'm what? Say, yeah, just... When that could have been resources used into 
maybe food in people's mouths, mm -hmm. maybe better water systems in countries that don't have the best mm -hmm. water when everything is from the earth anyway should be free. But whatever, mm -hmm. you know, it's... It's, you know what? I think there's an answer to this, and in order to wrap this show up, you know, I think we need it. We're moving away from the c word, the crazy word. We're gonna call things what they are. Like there's this a, is our, crazy. Our English this people, is... our English. No, and our, our, I love you know, like English slang and people in the UK and stuff like that. Or you know, also my people in the islands, they say mad. You're mad. M A D. It's and that madness. was what they called it back in the day in terms of this nuclear thing. M A D. Mutually assured destruction. That's the answer. Because people mad, man. Mad. <laughs> You're mad. <laughs> That's you got, what this is. This is madness, man. This is we madness. We got a chance to know. live in a beautiful and so, world, and yet we like to destroy things. Mm -hmm. But it's what so, it is. Yeah. So, it hey, is what it is, there, man. Don't be mad, people, because we ain't mad. We living. Um, yeah. we, hopefully, we say something out here to inform you guys. Um, you know, we, this is a real world. We live in it, so we don't try to get off the beaten path too much. We try to keep the main thing the main thing. But this is real life, and we're living it with you, and we just want to let you know um, that you're not alone in any, any struggle that you're going through. Um, and we, we hope that you can use this platform, and um, by you listening, this enables you or somebody you know that you share it with to go ahead and get the, um, the help that they need so they can live the best life that they can live. Anything else, Mino? No, that's it. I, I need to. Need to <laughs> I know it's a lot, man. Right people, hey, heavy couple of weeks, man. But hey, we still here with y'all. And on that note, we will see you next week. Peace.